they're there they're actors um they can act better than me yes but at the same time i don't feel like they ever bring anything really to the roles themselves i'm like just hollywood you just happen to know the right people i feel and that's why you're sticking in hollywood hello and welcome to another dead pixel a podcast about video games entertainment life a little bit of everything in between I'm your host, Joe, and with me, with a fresh haircut and a brand new outlook on life, Nick. How's it going, Nick? Going good. This is not a super fresh haircut. It's actually probably just appropriately fresh. I got it last week, uh, almost one week ago, six days ago, as of the recording of this podcast. Um, But thank you for noticing. Thank you for noticing. How are you, Joe? Uh, Doing all right. Uh, Ended up. Uh, I thought to myself, how could I spend an absorbent amount of money to play Beat Saber? And then I bought a PSVR 2. Good. So, yeah. <laughs> good. Very good. Um, yeah, you bought... I'll, I'll talk more about that a little bit later. But the long story short is, um, you know, they go for like 550 and I picked mine up for 410 off of uh, Facebook Marketplace. That's good. So... Yeah, I thought it was a pretty decent deal. It was better than anything I was going to get in Black Friday, so which is my target goal originally. Yeah, uh, so I mean, yeah, as new as it is, uh, you know, just in general, it probably can't be used that much. So somebody probably got it and realized they didn't really want to deal with it and decided to turn it around. So that's a pretty good savings. Yeah, the guy pretty much said, he's like, yeah, I've, uh, I played some Gran Turismo 7 with it, and then... He was like, I ended up uh, playing Resident Evil um, Village, and then I goes after that. I ha- didn't have enough time for gaming, and it's just sitting there. Yeah, I had all the you know paperwork, all the boxes, everything was immaculate, so it was a good deal. That is really uh, good. Yeah. So uh, we are recording. Uh, you know, usually we do every two weeks, but this time uh, it's only been seven days. Uh, we are going to be absent in the near future uh, because. Uh, Nick here is going to be going on a wildlife adventure. Um, he's going to go be one with nature, hug some trees, and try to get up and close to personal with some bears. Again. Uh, yes. Uh, bear riding is uh, something that is um, is a pastime of my people. Uh, uh, bareback, bear riding. You bareback, bear riding. I'm bareback. The bear is bareback. And we just... I we I just ride the bear, and uh, I've done it. We're talking about actual animals, people, not 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 like um the, uh, Wait, the lumberjack bear. You know, <laughs> we're talking about the actual fuzzy, you know, brown bear. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, to each their own, and uh, you know, Nick, Nick does Nick, um, <laughs> or a bear apparently. You're, All right. Did you ever watch? And this is why. We, this is why. If you remember from last episode, Nick likes to start fires. That's allegedly. Allegedly, you have to. You, I have to sue you for slander if you don't say allegedly. Um, uh, have you ever seen much Thirty Rock? Uh, uh, not a whole lot, but I've seen enough. There's a there's a part where Jack Donaghy, uh, played by Alec Baldwin, everyone's favorite, um, everyone's favorite actor. Uh, there's a part where where Jack Donaghy is uh, 
he's finding out that that so in the gay community he is a prize he's not gay but in the gay community he is his what he is is highly valued and he's telling liz levin he's like i'm a daddy i'm a bear i'm a daddy bear <laughs> I, I most definitely did not see that episode. <laughs> and then, like, he's trying to seduce uh, this. I forget why, but this somebody important that's gay, and uh, <laughs> and he says uh, he's talking to Liz Levin again about this person. And he said uh, <laughs> he's like his name is G- his name is James, not Jim, not Jimmy, James. Man, Thirty Rock is like the best show. I'm sorry, that uh, was a weird touch. Oh, okay, I, 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 the telenovela one is still probably one of my favorites. Oh, dude, uh, yeah, that is a really good. One. <laughs> but uh, no, it's just uh, you know, you riding bears or animals. There's a there's a manga actually where I can't remember the exact title, but essentially the gist of it is. It's more or less Putin, uh, but it's like, you know, being known for riding all these like animals and like, so then the cover, it's him riding a tiger and yeah. for one reason or another gets isekai'd and it's just him like, I feel like I've heard of this over, uh, over other creatures and trying to ride them. So <laughs> yeah, that's me. I, <laughs> that's me, but I'm going to be up North near Canada, jumping out of trees onto bears, uh, so if I come back a little worse for wear, don't be surprised. All right. Just remember, uh, you can't cancel out their fire with fire. Or you can technically, but good luck trying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so hope you stay safe and hope you have a good time out there. Uh, and yeah, we're... Uh, so this last week it seems to have a, a few good tidbits of news. Uh, so what do we got here? A couple of different things. Um, you know, there's not usually that much in between you know, week to week. And uh, this is, but this is okay. This is not too bad, I think, as far as news goes. Um, PS5 console price cut rumors are going on. Um, they, they have some real guesstimates, I guess. Uh, I don't know how, how uh, legitimate this is, but uh, Video Games uh, Chronicle is, uh, is uh, reporting these rumors um it's going to be a, a 75 euro reduction in germany uh from 550 basically to 574 united states 50 dollars reduction from four from 500 down to 450 great britain 75 pound reduction from 480 uh down to 405 so that's a lot odd, but uh, i don't know the price was exactly that but i guess They've got to make it make sense uh, for, for the local area. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I thought I heard about uh, price prices rising um, for PS5 uh, in areas outside of the United States. Uh, so I'm kind of surprised to see that there might actually be a, a price cut. Um, PS5 has been selling really well. You know, they've, you know, uh, as well as they have been able to sell it, it was really hard to get for first couple of years, kind of due to the pandemic and and uh, the supply lines being uh, kind of a, uh, in a precarious situation. But you know now is probably a pretty good time. Like 
this thing came out like in 2020, right? It, it came out like right with with the pandemic. So yeah, remember. the uh, with the most recent uh, bundle of God of War, uh, that's when they actually, uh, you know, uh, those were still sold out for a bit, and then it wasn't until I would say what six months ago they finally they actually became more plentiful and they dropped in price actually for the God of War bundles. Uh, instead of being, I believe it was five fifty, uh, they were selling for five, and that's when I bought mine. So. Uh, yeah, if anything, it was actually easier to get here in the U.S. Uh, or a little, little cheaper. And if they're going to be reducing the baseline without a game uh, to four fifty, that'd be interesting. Uh, kind of curious what's going on. Uh, mostly because at this point, I guess a lot of the hardcore fan base would have already gotten PlayStation Fives by now. Yeah, they've been out for a while. Uh, you know, you can just go you more or less go to any store and still pick you know pick them up. So it kind of would make sense that they would drop the price. Uh, but yeah, you're right. They, they had gone up uh, you know, most places around the world. And uh, now it could be uh, the fact that they finally start to have overstock. Yeah. Um, some rumors of, uh, from the uh, FTC uh, you know, litigation stuff rumored that they're supposed to be coming out with a, a Slim and a potential uh, Pro. So there's still that option. So you know they might be dropping it, making a new bottom end, and then maybe going through these, yeah, they, replacing them with the slims. You're you're uh, probably which, right. They're they're probably trying to get rid of their inventory and uh, shrinking the price, lowering the price, so that they can kind of clear some of that out, uh, just in time for them to release a uh, a slim, maybe, and probably a pro, um, and get people to 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 buy that and, you know, have that be the $600 or whatever item. Yeah. And that's, that's probably what I would think is going on. If that rumor tends to be true. Um, but for a while now, other places have been paying, you know, a higher than original MSRP and that sucks. So it would really, it really bite for anyone who had to pay that upgraded price just to then get slapped in the face being like, Oh yeah, now you gotta pay or now everyone else gets to pay lower than you. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I kind of we'll see what happens. Uh, but hey, yeah. uh, hopefully it does go down, and that'd be good for everyone in the long run. So, yeah. Because generally, about this time, you would start start to see, like I said, a slim variant uh, price cut. Because generally, uh, you'd upgrade the some some minor components because they'd be um, you know more or less cheaper to you know to obtain because it's actually more expensive to continue to buy old equipment as they're getting phased out, and you know, with supply, you know, supplies uh, hopefully being steady now. Uh, we'll see. Everything seems to always go wrong, and depending on if there's more uh, uh, economical turmoil, uh, and if it, if more countries stop stuff, because you know, there's one reason or another. Uh, there's always going to be a, a blockade. Seems lately. So. Yeah, you, like you never know what what kind of political upheavals are going to cause uh, the supply lines to get kind of messed up, um, which is a good reason to have. Uh, at least uh, some some manufacturing, you know, on the home front, but um, that is uh, that is uh, difficult to do in this day and age. I, I'm kind of uh, I'm I'm wondering about you, like um, if, like, guess first of all, when do you think that a a pro would come out? Let's just kind of put the slim on the back burner because that could kind of I imagine it'll be about the same time as the pro, but I'm not really as interested in that because that's 
sort of a given, but like, but like a pro, like, do you think that would, that would, wouldn't be this year, but maybe like Christmas 24, you think? Yeah, I would say um, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility to have a slim as early as this fall. And then I would say a pro, uh, pro you know, anytime uh, 24, but you'd probably guess it'd be like, you know, summer, early fall. You know, early fall would probably be the ideal time yeah. uh, to have a pro model come out. I guess that's kind of what uh, I mean by Christmas is like, like October, like just in time for Christmas. More or less. Yeah, I mean, maybe even a little bit sooner than that. Uh, mm. You know, like as as starting as early as maybe August, September, uh, and then you know, because it's going to take a while to get out, and then you know, it, we'll see what happens. But it's one of those things that it's not. A lot of people feel that it's still too early, or it's not even necessary to have a pro this season. Or the only reason why Xbox has the Series X. And S uh, monikers is because they couldn't make a, uh, there wasn't a way to really appropriately make a cheap variant, and so that's why they just made a lesser system, uh, made it 1440p like target base, and they came out with the S, making it all digital. Uh, that's kind, of, and then they're like, well, if you think of it as the X being pretty much uh, equivalent to just the PlayStation, which they are fairly similar, uh, you know, they're uh, the X, when you look at the Microsoft family, you're like, oh, the X is the, uh, the, 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 the pro, the more powerful one. Yes. But it's not, it's actually just the baseline. That is the base. And then you and have the S is sort of the like slim. the, are the slim version of that. Like the, they just did their yeah. slim early kind of. Uh, yes, exactly. And you know, it's, it's done them pretty good for the most part, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people because of the way the pandemic happened, slowed down a lot of transition. You couldn't get new consoles. Uh, it's only now starting where all of, a lot of those games developers finally got the new consoles, started started getting to work with them firsthand, and so now current gen games are finally coming out without being uh, only meant for current gen. Nothing, no cross gen situation. They're not targeting. Um, you know, PS4 or Xbox, uh, Xbox One. We've kind of finally there. shifted into the full new generation, yeah. And so they're taking advantage of the full hard drive situation. They get to really target and just focus clearly on current gen. So this is really the starting point in a lot of ways for the this new uh, you know generation. And we've been in it for a couple of years now. So it's kind of a late start. And yeah. But a lot of people are, that's why they, it's like, well, if you're already talking about a, a new refresh, it's like, it just feels a little too early to jump the gun, uh, you know, a lot, or just not even necessary in general, because a lot of people are, you know, this, uh, this generation is probably going to last equally as long as the previous or even longer. And that's probably the case. Um, I don't see, I don't see them really doing much until probably, uh, 2027 2028 uh coming out with new consoles you know they, they're gonna this one's gonna be dragged out a little longer is my guess yeah i think that um, i think that the time for like with the interstitial half point you know upgrade uh being a possibility and a probability i think you're right but i think that the the time of five year generations is is um is gone for now and we're gonna see more like you know, eight, you know, seven to nine year um, uh, generations of a console. Um, but I mean, you're kind of right. Like, 
I don't feel like, like, like I feel like my PS5 is plenty powerful enough. It the the load times are not too long. There's not really stuttering or anything like that. I can't really see in a year and a half games, you know, being so far advanced that I would feel the need, the need being the operative word there, to go out and buy a PS 5.5. You know, I, I, I just, it's like, like I would because I want to and because I have a video games podcast, but like, but like if I was just a guy playing games, you know, for a hobby, I'd be like, ah, I would stick. I would probably, if they do come out with a, with an upgrade in 24, I would just say F it. I'm going to wait six months or another year. Um, and then, and then get it, you know, I wouldn't get it right away, but maybe that's what they're going for. They're going for people who like, they know that there is a upgrade crowd that is going to clamor for it, but not really need it. And then they can let those people, you know, buy up all the stock and go crazy. And then, and then, um, whenever the supply lines recover and the scalpers get screwed over because like, they're not able to scalp anymore then they can then like it'll be ready for the normal consumer to come in and and buy it when they're ready i don't know i'm just kind of talking here yeah so there's the other uh thing is when it comes to um developing the games you know now the there's a problem already with the xbox s and x because according to you know uh According to the, most of the paperwork, you have to make the game pretty much the same feature set. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you you can't omit actual like gameplay qualities between within the same game, uh, and that becomes a problem uh, because now developers are going to have to develop for the lowest tiered system. Now, if you do another higher system, uh, you know, a pro model for, for any of these current generation, then you're looking at well, you still have to cater to the lowest you know, lowest common denominator. That's why it's actually great that we we're finally cutting the cord from last gen, uh, because now they're not targeting uh, PS4s or Xbox Ones. They're now looking at the Series X, the Series, or the you know the PlayStation Five line. And so by getting another uh, bump, they're like, well, the only thing that can really come of that is yeah, if you're having issues with um, load times, which none none of these really are, and you know, if you're going to be trying to, you know, make more ray tracing, I guess, more more graphical quality, uh, but 6K isn't a thing, really. Uh, granted, yes, we can maybe, maybe the newer titles might be able to do uh, 4K, 60, 4K, 120, and that might be the target goal. Uh, a little excessive, not, I feel that's not necessary, but you know, other people, you know, they want all the frames they can get, so if they can get 1440p, 240, then that's you know, they'll just be drooling all over that. And maybe that's who they'll be targeting. But once again, then developers are going to have to try to optimize for that while still catering to uh, the lowest common denominator. Yeah, I I guess you're right. Like, I I think maybe one thing they could do um, if they were going to do like a 5.5 or or if they end up doing like an Xbox kind of Series X Pro or whatever um, is beef up the stuff around it so like the games run the same but maybe a little bit better like they they run at 60 
you know, on the old on the old systems, but they run at eighty or ninety or one hundred and twenty or whatever. You can kind of beef out the load times are faster, things like that. But beyond that, um, like doing like uh, like streaming, um, like if uh, if PlayStation or Xbox wanted to kind of get some of that sweet Twitch money and make a like a streaming service so that you could play your game like like you're like a kid right you're like a 12 year old kid or something and you don't have like a lot of money um but you can ask for a new xbox and games and stuff like that and then you can just stream like your playing of the game at you know 48 fps and it like goes out at at, like 30 and you can kind of talk to all your friends and do all your streaming stuff I mean, that's something that I could see uh, being worthwhile if, you know, if I was somebody of limited means and and just starting out, but trying to get into that whole space. And that's a way that you could like beef up the system without having to beef up the games. Um, I don't know that like that's what I'd probably go for, but I'm sure it'll just be it'll just be quality of life stuff like you're like you're saying there's only so much they can do before they get into like uh, FTC kind of a um, concern area. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, I'm as far as just you know the actual pricing goes currently. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm going down. Prices dropping are you know is good for everyone. And as you know, hope I don't know. I'm I'm kind of in the bandwagon where I don't need the I don't need a pro system yet. But you know, unless you know, who knows? They might come out with a new piece of tech that. Uh, or a new uh, a new thing that makes it like oh well that this makes sense. I mean before they were kind of you know they kind of did that with VR for the uh, PlayStation yeah. uh, Four Pro. Like well you can technically play it, it on the the regular, but like if it, it runs the better, VR better, that's cool. And that's kind of what that was one of the reasons why I jumped uh, on the Pro because uh, I just, you know I wanted the original PSVR and that was the most uh, efficient way for me to do that system. Yeah. So. All right, what else you got in the news, man? Yeah, that was, uh, that was a good convo. Um, so Roblox uh, leaked 4,000 developers' personal information back in 2021. Uh, I don't really know why this is only kind of just now coming out. Um, maybe it's been known in the inner circles, but uh, Video Games Chronicle was kind of reporting this. Um, it's uh, So they... they um, they leaked uh, names, phone numbers, email addresses, dates of birth, and physical addresses, yikes, of attendees of the Roblox developers conferences held between 2017 and 2020. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's a lot of developers' information. Roblox is, you know, an extremely popular game uh, for the younger generation, not really so much for us, but I'm sure for for plenty of uh, of uh, of younger people and and uh, younger YouTubers and stuff like that. Um, so uh, yeah, this is a pretty big deal. Apparently, it was um, it was sort of leaked uh, before 2021, but only within like inner circles. And then in 2021, um, a, a lot of a lot of it just sort of came out there. I think that's the same is, is that's the same year as one of the other uh E3s when they they cuz they dropped yeah. a bunch of um 
you know, personal information on more than one occasion. And I think 2020 might've been one of those years. Well, uh, this was, or at least around the same time. This so. was 21. And I'd remember there being kind of two for E3, two big ones, but probably more, but, but there were two big ones. And I feel like the first one was right before the pandemic or like the year that the pandemic was popping off and they were trying to decide. And then the other one was like, I can't remember, but, but I remember that like right around the pandemic, it was like, Hey, there's a pandemic. Are we going to have it? Are we going to have it? Uh, but then there was also like, you guys just freaking leaked all this information. Nobody like you guys are, and, and it was already dying. So, so people were like, we don't want anything to do with E3 right now because we're mad at it and it's not safe and it's kind of dying anyway. Um, but uh, you, apparently yeah. it was uh, 2019. Okay. Uh, I thought it was 2020, but it was 2019. Uh, 2020, uh, according to the Verge article here, uh, one of the quotes is saying, uh, earning back the trust and support is our top priority uh, because prior they had leaked out all the information. So, uh, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's really stinks when you have to you know do all the press pass stuff and then you're you're giving out all your you know like unfortunately sometimes people their work number is their personal number and therefore yeah they <laughs> <they're>, yeah <laughs> when you don't have a when you don't have a dedicated work you know and you have to put in uh, your home address because you you technically work from home and you don't have a work address to put in like that that stinks so like back when uh, that 2019 leak did happen I was listening to a lot of podcasts and they're talking about it. And a lot of um, a lot of podcasters were, you know, they're they're not really developers so much, but they were, you know, reporters and people that went to these conferences and had to submit, you know, information and stuff like that. And they were talking about, you know, ways to uh, mitigate this problem for like taking personal responsibility for this kind of stuff. And it's like, you can't really stop if somebody's going to leak your information, but you can get buffer information and use that for your contact info for work and stuff like that. So, so um, I'm not sure if it still exists, but like getting like a Google phone number and like getting like a PO box and kind of doing all these things that are not like literally where, you know, your your mom and dad call you or literally where you sleep or literally you know the the email that you use every single day um and i think that in general it's probably a good idea to have that just honestly just as a citizen nowadays because pretty much everyone is online you know all the time um uh a lot of people for work that don't like work in video games, but just like work on, I don't know, do like factory work or go to any kind of conference. Um, your information is going to have to be out there to some degree and you never know who's going to get hit when and how hard. So honestly, th this kind of thing just kind of makes me think I, I need to just go out and get, um, I, I need to, to kind of, uh, create a suite of, of um, contact information to use as a buffer for my own personal life. Yeah, make yourself a uh, a fake Facebook profile, um, a fake LinkedIn. Uh, get yourself a burner phone. You know, pretend. You know, just have yourself a pseudo personality. Uh, you know, 
Nicholas, you know, is your would be your new persona. Uh, you know, the uh, you know, Nicholas, the, uh, was it uh, the the cub or no, the bear rider? That's right, you know, that's Nicholas right. the bear rider, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, if you're the if you, well, if you're the one riding the bear now, so you, then you'd have to be you know you have to switch roles. So yeah, uh, there you go. Complete alter ego. Um, yeah, I mean it, it's it, it's a it's kind of a tough thing, and like there's not a lot there's not a lot of of uh, of really reliable you know second contact things that you can use because you don't you don't really want to be like a drug dealer carrying two phones, you know. It, that's it's it looks weird it feels weird you're gonna you're gonna lose one it's it's awkward so you really do want stuff to funnel into kind of one convenient place but you know it's it's difficult if if i were so inclined and uh had the had the mental and monetary ability to do this i would probably start a company that's like hey we we create a second life for you. <laughs> so like, and it would, it would be for like, Hey, your office stuff, all that stuff. You don't want it falling into the wrong hands. You don't want, you don't want your personal life and your office life getting mixed all up and someone figuring all that stuff out. Here you, you need go. To disappear off the grid. Call second life. I mean, it'd probably have to go through a VPN too. It's like, here. It, I mean, it'd probably like here's, here's like second life VPN and when you're on it, it create it's like phone number goes to their email, blah, 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 blah. And you're just totally different. It's just another layer of security. I think that, you know, if you brought that down to like the price of a fairly normal VPN, I think there'd be a lot of people who'd be like, cool, I'll, I'll do that. You know, I'll do that for, you know, 15 bucks a month. Uh, just kind of not have to think about it. And like, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. But I don't yeah, know. But I mean, for, for a little bit more, I could just buy all your information off the dark web and then I could just live your life, uh, run your credit <laughs> to the ground. Yeah, you got me there. And then I'll be scot free. You got me there. You got me there. All right. Uh, well, that does stink. But I mean, it's, it's weird that it's coming out, you know, a couple years uh, late. Uh, so, uh, but I kind of wonder if they tried to keep it under wraps. Like, they're just like, all this stuff got leaked. We're not going to spread anything about it. And now... Like they have done as much damage control, I would hope. Like, hey, you know, back like like rewind back to twenty twenty one, you know, you're a developer at, at Roblox, somebody comes by your cubicle and goes, Hey, all your stuff got leaked. Um people could know about it, but like the, it's not been reported or anything, so it's not like widely, widely, widely known. So warning, please go ahead and change all of your life. Like as soon as possible. Okay, thanks. Bye. And now it's like fully out there. By now, everybody has had a chance to change everything, you know, change all the locks and, and do all that stuff. So um, maybe the damage has been mitigated to some degree. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah, hopefully no one else got really too, uh, too hurt by it. So, all right. And what else we got? What's the last bit of news you have for us? Last bit, uh, Miyamoto of Nintendo fame uh, was discussing, uh, I guess with a reporter or something, his opinion on why Pikmin hasn't really done very well in sales. Um, he basically said that, he said a bunch of things, but he basically said that he thinks that it's due to the gameplay being too difficult or 
or like it kind of does a good job taking the blame, um, I guess, or for Nintendo taking the blame, saying that you know they really haven't done a good job conveying the the gameplay as being interesting, and instead people kind of perceive it as difficult, and that is kind of true um, with some of my early. Uh, playing a, a, of Pikmin is like it was fun at first and then it just got kind of hard um, and a little tedious and I was like yeah and so I kind of I kind of think that he's he's right in that so that so they have so he said that they've been trying to uh, change things up so that uh, it is uh, easier to perceive it as interesting instead of difficult so um, I still don't know if I'm gonna have enough time to play Pikmin whenever it comes out uh, but this is uh, something that uh, encourage uh, that encourages me toward trying to make time for it if they are trying to kind of resolve that difficulty issue I heard that it's uh, from I was listening to a different uh, the 8-4 podcast and they were talking about how it was you know pretty fun just the opening tutorial bit lasted forever and they explained so much and they held your hands so for so long that it was actually pretty mind-numbing uh once you got past all that then it seemed to open up for them uh, and they seemed to pretty they seemed to like it pretty good uh you know i've not been much of a pikmin uh fan just just not my cup of tea so uh yeah i'm curious if you do get around to it uh you know what your thoughts would be on that I mean, it is a real-time strategy game, and that is a genre that is kind of, you know, born for PC because you need to do so many micro movements and stuff like that. So it, it's it's a hard battle. I mean, it's kind of amazing that Pikmin works as well as it does um, on a controller, but you know, it is a hard uphill battle um, that I think that you can probably you can probably kind of work around but it's it's tough um so i i hope that they can 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 do that and and uh make it easier to play and more fun or at least more intuitive or something like that but yeah so i, th I just thought that was kind of interesting okay all right well we got here that's pretty much it for the news right now uh so now we're gonna get to what we've been playing uh so you got your you know your roundup thoughts for zelda did you finally 100% it, got every Korok seed, uh, scaled every mountain, whatever it is? No, I haven't had too much more time to play uh, to, to play it. I played a bit more last weekend, um, but not too much during the week. Um, yeah, I'm still I'm still just working through it. This is more just a I, I just put it on there more just to kind of say I'm still plugging away at it. I did beat um, I did uh, beat another boss. I guess last weekend and got uh, most of the way through and I'm up to the fourth boss. I can't remember if I beat three bosses last time or, or just two, but anyway, I'm up to the fourth boss. Um, and it's hard. Uh, it's, um, I, I think that it scales. Um, I could be wrong, but I've talked to other people, uh, in my office actually at work who have been playing this game and they did the boss that I have done, that I'm doing fourth. They did it earlier, and they didn't have very much trouble with it. But I, I am having uh, a bit more trouble with it. It's not 
crazy, but like I'm getting kind of one shot, you know, by the boss or I'm having to like, you know, I can take like one hit, but I have to basically, you know, fill all my hearts back up or else I'm really probably going to die. Um, so I think there's some sort of, of, uh, of scaling going on there. So I decided to leave and, uh, and go exploring around a little bit more, maybe try to get a couple more, uh, a couple more, uh, temples done, um, and, uh, or shrines done and then get some more hearts and uh, really try to find a great fairy fountain so I can, so I can improve my, my armor and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's still going well. It's still uh, still a great game, and uh, I will probably still be playing it for a few more weeks. Um, right now, my main thing is just trying to get it done with it before before uh, Armored Core 6 comes out uh, at the end of August. Uh, should be able to do it, but um, it's uh, it's it's not going to be it's not going to be way before that. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> but yeah, it's still a good game. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. You, you say you're, uh, you're spending a little bit of money on some DLC here. Is that what I see? Yeah. So now that I got the, um, uh, the PSVR two, uh, one of the first things I went to do is to see like, what could, uh, what games can I bring from the PS, uh, VR one? What were, um, either free or paid upgrades to get to, uh, the VR two. And so Beat Saber and Synth Rider, uh, both uh, have free upgrades. Uh, you have uh, Pistol Whip as well. And certain games like uh, Tetris and Res, you have to do like a $10 upgrade, uh, which isn't bad. And But because it's been a hot minute since I played um, Synth Rider or uh, Beat Saber, I then decided to drop like... Uh, Probably like ninety dollars on DLC. Uh, a lot of different song Whoa. packs. <laughs> yeah, a lot of different song packs, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just straight up DLC. Just nothing else. Um, Got to get that ABBA. Uh, yeah, it's not on there yet. Uh, mm. but you know, it could be worse. Uh, no, it's trash. Uh, no ABBA. Have, it's trash. There's, there's still a lot of DLC I haven't picked up, but I skimmed through the ones I really wanted. Uh, for example, Beat Saber came out with the Queen. Um. DLC that I haven't got a chance to play yet, so went ahead and picked that up. Okay. Uh, there was the uh, Gorillas had a song pack on Synth Riders, uh, so yeah, uh, uh, both games are are awesome still, and uh, I'm ha- enjoying my uh, my experience so far with the uh, PSVR two. I just only had it for a couple days now, and but right, currently it seems to be working just fine. And uh, I went ahead and picked up some some new games as well. Picked up the I never got around to Resident Evil Village, so I decided to pick that up, especially since currently there is a, a PlayStation sale. Um, there's also, I picked up Moss Book 2, and they have uh, Book 1 with it as a bundle, and it was only like $5 extra, so I went ahead and, you know, even though I have Moss Book 1 on PSVR 1, there is no free upgrade or upgrade path, so I went ahead and five bucks i I picked up uh one again on the psvr2 okay uh yeah there's a couple games out there that are pretty much must-haves that i'll probably pick up in the near in within the next couple weeks and that's going to be um gran turismo 7 Uh, apparently it's pretty uh pretty god tier in a lot of fronts uh when it comes to vr 
Uh, there's the Horizon. Actually, uh, call, call the Mountain. I actually have a question about that. So, um, yeah. so you don't, I don't can't remember. Do you have a wheel? Uh, no. Okay. Not at this moment. But like, if you were gonna play uh, VR, could you play with a wheel on like Gran Turismo? Yep. And like, yeah. Would you? I guess you would have. Like, I'm just trying to figure out how that would work. Like, you would have like probably like a digital representation of the wheel in your in your visor, and you know you could obviously wouldn't be able to see your real wheel, but you could see a digital representation maybe I don't, i'm just wondering how that would work so usually in first person when you do first person racing games you'll see uh you'll see a steering wheel so as you're even if you're using a thumbstick and you turn they'll usually have some sort of rep- you know some sort of image like that unless if it shows just above that or if they just make it disappear so you see the uh you know the uh odometer and stuff like that but uh in this case uh, you should it should be pulled back and you should just be, you know see the the wheel there. Uh, I'm not sure if they'll show you show you like your avatar's hands or, or arms holding the wheel. Not 100% sure on that. Uh, but yeah, it's you know uh, from every from all accounts, it's uh, a great way to play it. Uh, so a lot of people really seem to like it. I haven't touched a a Gran Turismo really since two. So uh, I you know like I tried getting the three and it's just something about it. I just kind of fell off with them. Yeah. And then I became more of a fan of, uh, they became too technical and I became more of a fan of like the Forza, um, you know, the Forza Horizon, uh, line where it's just like more arcadey fun and, or I'll, I'll do like the need for speed hot pursuit or something like that. So I still like a good racing game. I just prefer not to have to adjust all my suspension and all this, all sorts of nuances that I just personally don't care about. And I felt yeah. that's the way, uh, Gran Turismo had went for a while mm-hmm. and now this one has you know dialed it back still has stuff for the fans like that but uh it's more accessible yeah and apparently it looks amazing all around I mean uh, because yeah, yeah Gran that... Turismo Sport was the one that came out for VR1 or that was you're able to do but it was it wasn't the same it wasn't like really racing it was like time trials and stuff and it was um, just a half-hearted attempt so yeah I mean uh VR and and Gran Turismo and Horizon really, um, you know that they seem like they go hand in hand. Uh, that's kind of the perfect spot for VR to really show off, and it's also kind of the perfect spot for racing games to kind of make a comeback and show off. Because like, you know, if you're if you're in a helmet and you're like looking, you know, like all around, um, that's pretty cool. You know, you don't so then you don't need the wraparound. Um, like the, the wraparound monitors which are cool too but you know if i wanted to look up at the ceiling uh, of my car you know it's stupid but at least it would feel more real if it's like you know that's not really going to help you or, or or whatever i'm curious i'm curious will it let you look stick your head out the window a you know, side window and look that uh, would be cool number, but... i mean if it like is stupid stuff like that it's like well you know you obviously wouldn't do that going like 230 miles an hour uh but if you could, it would just be like, okay, you know, it's whatever, man. But, um, yeah, that actually intrigues me because, you know, I kind of had written uh, racing games off until uh, Horizon, one of the mo- more recent Horizons, uh, playing that on Game Pass and, um, you know, just playing it on 
on my crappy old computer at uh, 1080. Uh, it was great, you know, on a, on a controller, you know, it was great. It was, uh, it was really awesome. Um, it was really fast and it felt good and the cars looked great. And, uh, it was just, it was super, like, it just had you driving around and then, and all that stuff. So like playing that in VR, uh, that sounds like even better. Uh, the, the only thing is, is that, you know, I do like the third person view of the vehicle. Um, that is cool, but I think VR would lend itself more to like being in the car. But, uh, yeah, I, I hope that you get to, uh, play some of that and, uh, and let us know, uh, how it turns out. Cause I'm, I'm, that's intriguing to me for sure. Yeah. Uh, there's that. And I'm really looking forward to synapse that came out just a little while ago. If you remember during um, the Keeley bit or one of the major presentations, I forget which one, but uh, it's a uh, it's more or less, uh, you know, it's a first person shooter where it comes into like you're you're there to silence a a rogue operative and they're hooked up to a machine. And so you have to do like an inception style dive in, into the into their mind and they're in control of said space. It's very much a color, um, a simple color palette where it's like uh, super hot, where you only have like three or four colors. Mm. Uh, and uh, from everything I've read, it's a really good game, and it does a lot of things really neat. You have your basic um, firearms, but then you end up getting like a telekinetic power as well. And it seems to be uh, a lot of people seem to be really liking it right now. So I'm really excited to try to give that one a shot. Um, I got to pick that one up and yeah, there's a, uh, there's a couple of the classics that I want to pick back up as well. Uh, for, I think it was five bucks. I ported over a uh, thumper and I really like thumper. It's just, uh, it's a, it's a very unique game yeah. uh, and it's, you know, simple. It's a, you know, good rhythm game, uh, but our rhythm violence as it's classified as, and it's a, it's a, an appropriate title. for Yeah. Our, I've, you know, I've heard great things about thumper, man. You know, the VR library is, is getting to be fairly robust. You know, if you're talking all the games you've mentioned and then plus kind of, uh, the Gran Turismo racing and racing games that are going to be coming out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, if not, you know, PSVR two, then, um, I think there'll probably be at least one more iteration, before they would give up on it. Uh, but, uh, it's, it's going to be a pretty big library. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's getting pretty cool. Very tempting. Yeah. I'm not sure if they do another iteration, this, this generation of console, they might do one for the next one. Yeah. Uh, I know, but for, it's really good for everything, it come, you know, for the price point for sure. Uh, you know, there are a few things that they could do better, but honestly, I'm, I'm really pleased with it. Uh, it's only a single cable, uh, you know, USB-C cable that goes to the back of the headset, uh, plugs right directly into uh, the PlayStation. So it can't be much cleaner than that. And uh, the new controllers feel all right. Uh, it felt a little weird going for, uh, playing Beat Saber at first. I felt like my the actual sabers were a little shorter. Uh, but I'm like, well, maybe the opposite was true. Maybe since the, um, uh, the old uh, VR1 was using, you know, PlayStation 3, uh, technology for the wands, uh, the little light, you know, balls of light on the the, uh, the move controllers. Yeah, 
Uh, Maybe those are wrong. Were a little more, more for, yeah, because it's just a camera looking at the light sensor, you know, and like maybe they were just more forgiving and gave you more reach. Mm. So once you know, like, but uh, it looks amazing. Uh, there's a couple key features I'm I'm excited to try to check out in the near future. Uh, and there's still a list of games that like are on my. I just spent uh, spent a good amount of time today just adding things to my wish list. Uh, there's some new stuff coming out that are pretty exciting. Um, there's uh, one of the games that also got updated was the um, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Mm-hmm. So that one was actually given out as a uh, free PS Plus game, and apparently, if you do the ten dollar upgrade to uh, the Tourist Edition, which gives you some more content. Uh, from there, you can then do a free uh, PS4 to PS5 upgrade. Uh, so it's, they, they have there's a bunch of hoops to jump through. Uh, Synth Riders and uh, Beat Saber kind of made you go through and re-download all your DLC in in game in the PSVR two. So mm-hmm. it'd be like buy you know purchase music pack, and then you'd go to purchase, but then it'd be listed as free. Um, Beat Saber did this really skeezy thing where it would pop it'd be like it's this pack is going to cost you $15 i'm like i've already paid for this and then there's a little drop down and then it shows you the exact same thing you click on it and it goes free i'm like oh you pieces of garbage uh, if you didn't pay attention uh then you might have accidentally repurchased it all over again just for the sake of it uh so they don't make it easy uh you know and i think it was synth writer just makes you manually click on each song individually hit accept, you know, and, you know, purchase accept because it's, they, it automatically shows for free. And I'm like, all right. And then if it's, you know, uh, but after all that, it works just fine. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. I like, I, I'm, I'm a fan of VR uh, and it's a lot. The only reason why I would recommend someone not going with uh, PlayStation VR is if you just don't want PlayStation titles in general. And mm-hmm. if you're not a PlayStation fan, uh I mean, go with the um, was it the uh, the Meta Quest two or now there's a three. I'm not sure how much that is, uh, but the nice thing about those is you can actually sideload a lot of games onto it, so uh, you can hack into uh, like Beat Saber and then put in, the community has a bunch of custom songs on there, so you can get you know you get way more music than you can ever get uh, normally, and so there's there's that. That's actually really tempting, uh, but you know that and it's a single unit that you know you can set up you know, on the go wherever you want. Uh, like I don't know much about the Quest Three, so that I can't speak for. Uh, and there's other high end options as well. I mean, you've got units that cost like a thousand something dollars. Uh, in theory, the PlayStation Plus, the VR, you know, brand new. Uh, it's like five fifty for, or five hundred for the PlayStation, uh, and then it's. 550 for the VR. So you're looking at over a thousand US dollars. Um, you know, that's that's a big stepping point to get into VR. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but if you don't, you know, if you don't have a gaming PC and you don't have you know, a high end gaming PC and you don't have, you know, the money for another piece of VR equipment. Yeah, it just depends the path that you want to go. Like if you want a high end PC for either, you know, for gaming obviously would be a big selling point for most people, but some people just they they work in graphics and stuff like that and and even then those people uh, are probably gamers if uh if they're working like in th- high end 3D modeling and stuff like that but but um 
you know, you've got, if you've got people that, that, that want to do that, uh, then, you know, going with an Oculus or, or whatever the other ones are is probably the, the smart thing. But, you know, if you're somebody that likes to play games and, you know, you're not into the computer aspect of it, the PC aspect of it, then it, it is, it is still pretty expensive, but it's a cheaper, um, I guess, easier, slower route that you can do getting a PS five. Hey, I'm playing PS five games, having fun. I do want to get VR, but I need to like, I need to wait till I save up money so you can play PS five games. Enjoy those while you're saving up money. And then when you have the money, you can go get, you know, your VR two and plug that in. And it's like, it's just not as heavy of a hit to the wallet, like all at once as, as opposed to like a thousand dollar, you know, Oculus or, or a quest or whatever headset. Well, like I said, I wouldn't have paid for it right now if it wasn't for the fact that I saw it as a killer deal. Um, you know, I, it's always a risk buying stuff off of, you know, secondhand. Uh, but, but this one, you know, seems to so far, fingers crossed, uh, be doing really well. And there was no scratches, no blemishes, you know, everything looks good. And being a fact that it's such a new technology, it's only been out for like a year. Um, I'm, I'm, I was fairly comfortable with that. Uh, you know, the guy had the manual of the box, so everything that came with, you know, all the paper that wrapped everything. So I'm like, all right, we're good. And uh, yeah, uh, there's, there's a bunch of new stuff coming out too. Eventually uh, you got, you know, Resident Evil four. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing that on Xbox, but, now that I have this, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna pl- stop playing that remake. I had made it pretty, you know, like two thirds through the game, and I'm, I just had taken a break, and I've, it's like, oh, I'll get back to it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not getting back to it now. I'm just gonna wait until uh, I can replay it again on v- in VR because for everything, uh, apparently, you know, Village is just uh, pretty amazing from what I've seen. Mm. So I have it. I'm just having a chance to play it yet. It's one of the first things I bought. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I gotta spend buy money on that, and. You know, Synapse, uh, I'll be picking up, uh, I'll, and I'll probably be picking up Gran Turismo, uh, like I said, within the next, you know, couple days or so. Uh, so I'm I'm really interested to see how much I get into the racing. Uh, yeah, we'll, you know, uh, but this, you know, so far this VR bit has been fun. Uh, it's pretty easy to set up, and it's a little more user-friendly as far as adjusting from person to person, uh, because my wife and I switch back the head. You know, we play a couple songs of, uh, synth rider beat saber and then we just you know hand over the you know the headset quick do some quick adjustments and then you know play a couple songs and switch back and yeah it's just you know it's a there's a little tedium in there but it's at least nice for the customization and i do know that for people with glasses they make uh aftermarket inserts for you can get uh prescription lenses to pop in there Whoa, um, cool yeah i've i've heard about that from a couple different podcasts i'm like that's really neat uh, luckily, my prescription is weak enough that I don't really need it. Um, it's just, you know, some text just might be slightly blurry for me. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm fine. Um, awesome. But it actually has enough room in there uh, to, uh, you know, to actually wear glasses comfortably, I feel. I just, uh, but man, uh, even playing in my basement, having, you know, running the AC, it still gets really flipping warm. Uh, so yeah. it's just like that's. You know, VR is, you know, you, you work up a sweat sometimes. It's just going to be a couple more generations before they can get that down to a pretty manageable um, size headset. And then I think it'll really start to, to, to pop off, especially if 
you can very quickly and easily like like run your hand by it or something and it'll and it'll bring up like real life you know uh that that's probably that's probably what i would work on if i really wanted to make it mainstream yeah just give me the geordie you know vision visor yeah i mean uh, if it if it is like something like sunglasses well, that's what i heard somebody on uh on a giant bomb uh, e3 uh talk one time is they were like yeah it's 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 rough now but but you know like imagine if it was just sunglasses like that was the size that was all you needed was just basically a sunglasses with all the junk in it and just put that on you know and it was that easy then it'd be a lot and then jeff gertzman i think was talking he was like yeah that really sounds a lot more appealing uh than what we have now for sure and a lot more appealing you know imagining that for general like not big time gamer consumer um anyway yeah all right uh well that's about it for me uh i've you know that's been my focus or probably my focus for the next little bit because it's my new toy and i sure as heck want to try to get my money's worth out of it i bet um <laughs> uh, but yes uh all right uh other than that uh i don't know man what have you been watching so i uh did get a chance to watch a little movie called 65 um with adam driver um it is a sci-fi movie um about they, they they tell you this pretty much immediately into the movie but basically it is about a a man a human i guess or it just says visitor um that came to earth 65 million years ago and um in, in, in a starship uh for various reasons and uh, the whole movie is just about them uh, basically trying to survive. Um, I won't really say too much more than that, but uh, basically makes it so like dinosaurs are the enemy um, as well as the planet itself. Um, and uh, about an hour and a half or so, maybe a little more uh, action movie, um, simple plot, a lot of jump scares and stuff like that at, at the beginning and throughout, which I found pretty annoying when that happened but besides that uh pretty good little popcorn movie nothing to really write home about but not not bad definitely wasn't wasn't a bad movie um and uh pretty fun overall so that came to netflix so i was like oh, i'm, I'm kind of wanted to watch this whenever it came out in theaters and i'm glad i waited to watch it on netflix because it was uh just fine right there <laughs> yeah i've I don't know. I haven't seen an Adam Driver movie where I was like, "Man, he's a good actor," or like this role. This role was like, like he really made this role. It couldn't have been done. Like he's just um, he's like a Colin Farrell or whatever. Just like mm. um, it's just they're they're there. They're actors. Um, they can act better than me, yes, but at the same time, I don't feel like they ever bring anything really to the roles themselves i'm like just hollywood you just happen to know the right people i feel and that's why you're sticking in hollywood it's um i think it's one of those things where like it, it's like sports is probably the best analogy where it's like yeah there's a guy that comes off the bench in let's say basketball and scores 40 points and it's like yeah the conditions were perfect the other team was tired he was 
you know, on the top of his game. And it just, it just worked out great. And then there's people like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James that can just do it every night. And it's really, it's really rare for them to have like an, a, a bad game. I think the acting is sort of the same way where people like Adam Driver, they're not really, it's not really that they're that great. It's just that they are consummate professionals and they are super consistent. And even when other people are taking a break on certain scenes or on certain days or for the whole movie, like they are, they are still in it. And you can still tell that like their presence is still there. They're still, they're still reaching for the acting and, and doing a good job with it, you know? And it's, uh, I think that's sort of what is what separates kind of the men from the boys on that because, because I did start, uh, in, uh, Marvel's secret invasion and that has Samuel L. Jackson in it. And Samuel L. Jackson is kind of the main draw for that. And he is pulling the weight. He's not as great as he has been in the past, but when other characters are like given, you know, kind of stilted lines or whatever, he is still dialed in. And I, I think that's probably kind of the, the difference there. At least that's what I tell myself in my mind, but I could be wrong. To, to make to, to muster up enough will to watch another Adam Driver movie, um, yeah. Like at least he's going to be consistent. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. Oh, um, so that manga from before is called uh, "The Ride on King." Um, so yes, okay. if you want to see uh, more or less uh, non-Putin riding different like a Griffin and stuff, then for for sure there you go. Not so, yeah. Nick. Nick living his um his ride on king life uh in in the woods there. We'll see we'll see you come back. You know it's only been a couple of weeks, but uh we'll be coming back what three weeks from now. Uh, I expect to see a full on beard. You know it's just. Uh, yeah. I think it takes me a bit more than three weeks to really grow uh, the beard you'll out. Have, you'll have the glazed look of someone who's seen way too much and you know in their life. Uh, yep. I'm waiting for those horror, uh, horror stories. Yeah, for sure. They uh, just, are uh, incoming. Horror stories inbound. Uh, just make sure that you uh, you don't have to outrun the bear. Just outrun your friends. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, <laughs> uh, sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, thank you for uh, for sticking with us for this episode. Uh, this is another Dead Pixel episode 49, and. Uh, just until next time uh, take it easy guys and Nick be safe I will see ya